Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. After we had that episode where we were speaking about how I felt really hopeless, mm-hmm. I actually checked myself because I am hopeless on the outside. Hmm. I'm hopeless when it comes to other people and my expectations of other people and scenarios and things like that. But I'm not hopeless when it comes to myself. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that was what I sent you, by the way. Okay. Um, which clearly you read really, really heartfeltly. Um, because <laughs> Don't um, take it personally. I had a lot going on this morning. No, it's okay. Because actually, <laughs> I thought we'd be able to talk it out th- today. Yeah, That's why I was sense. like, I sense. will. You know, it's yeah. really not. Anyway. Because, because actually what I realized was that, so over the past couple of days, I've been in a bit of a funk, which I mm-hmm. haven't really experienced in a while for such a prolonged period of time. Normally my funks will last a couple of hours or maybe 24 hours max. And they normally get processed quite quickly and it's familiar high after that relief of knowing that you've kind of processed something new yes break this time and it's all exactly exactly Mm -hmm. but this time it took longer and it wasn't shifting no matter what I did all my tried and tested things weren't shifting I missed myself I missed feeling that I was I did read that (laughs) Uh, I swear um that feeling when you are in your power, when you are in your own, when you're grounded in yourself, no matter what really happens on the outside, you can maintain that detached peace because you know you'll be okay. Okay. When you slip out of it for whatever reason, all of a sudden, all the old, I found all my old coping mechanisms, all my old patterns came back very easily for a mm-hmm. short period of time, but they weren't making me feel better. They were making me feel more lost. They were making me feel more confused. When I started writing and I started writing all of this and just being like, I just miss me. I miss who I'd become. And even though my external has not changed an iota, my experience of it is so fundamentally different that I'm unhappy. And I don't know how I can shift out of this. Yes. And then I wrote, but I hope I will. And I went, wow, actually, I don't have hope when it comes to anyone else, anything else. But I do have hope when it comes to me continuing to grow, me continuing to evolve, me getting to the space I want to be in. That is so beautiful. Oh, my God. I just love that so much. But no, I do, right? We all do. Lovely. I, I don't know I if do. we all do. I wouldn't but speak I, for everyone else. No. But, like, but it's really nice is, that you do. Yeah. I think I, I'm totally hopeless when it comes to everything else. But I'm, I know I'll be okay. And that is hope in some ways because it's an unknown Very future. Much. Very much. Right? And we did talk about before how hope is really, it really is setting that intention for something to come. Hope is knowing that we are here for more than what we see, experience, and feel in the moment, right? Now, what gets us from that feeling of hopelessness, the opposite of hope is effectively despair, Mm -hmm. which I think many had been experiencing a fair amount of that this year in 2020, is intention. Okay, explain. What brings us out of that feeling of despair and allows us to imagine that our lives, whatever comprises our lives, relationships, experiences, circumstances, is how we can imagine it to be, right? 
I'm confused. I know that my life can be X. Mm. Right? Just like you said, I hope it can be. I hope I can get to that point. I can and get effectively, back to that. Right. Well, it's not about getting back. All it is, it's about reconnecting to yourself. Because mm. all you experienced was disconnection. It's quite simple. Because mm. you are not, not that person. You no. are effectively that person. You merely disconnected from it. And that bit that you disconnected from was that divine part of yourself. But dreading an outcome, (laughs) to me, I thought, was the absence of hope. You know, as in hope is the positive. Tomorrow will be better, Annie style. Whereas Mm -hmm. dread is tomorrow will be worse. Right? Well, dread is the precursor to despair. (laughs) Dread gets us to despair. Okay, so first you're dreading, you're dreading, and then you're like, oh God, I can't even live in this moment. Yeah. Yeah, despair so where it's is kind of complete yeah, so, giving up. Yeah. So I guess while dread is, I can appreciate this moment is good, but I'm dreading the next. Despair mm-hmm. is, I can't even see the good in this moment either. It's just exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when we went back to it, it really was the core of that was me dreading, not hoping because we, as we said, I don't have that much of it. The unknown of what the world will look like, what my world will look like, and yes. you know, and it kind of made me go back into my 3D thinking because at least I knew what that was. Because that's all we've ever experienced throughout our lifetime. So it's familiar. But then how do I personally, and I guess collectively, if other people feel the same way, Mm -hmm. I appreciate that living in that kind of unknown, uncertain space is a hallmark of 5D, right? Because everything just flows and you can't expect you, you can't have expectations because things normally are going to turn out in very different but even more beautiful ways. Yes. So you can't really have expectations in the same way, right? Not at all. Especially because nobody's lived in that yeah. vibration or that's, yeah. you know, or in that state before. Yeah. So we have nothing to inform us. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then, but I also still feel like hope is just too much of a stretch for me. I'm not a hopeful person. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, yeah. So what the fuck do we do? If we can kind of avoid despair, but we also can't hope, how do we get to that next place? How do we live in the uncertain or how can we make the leap into the unknown yeah. if, we, if we're scared of hope or if we cannot tap into our hope? You know what? It begins with love and not in the big love way that we discussed in season three, because even that might be a bit of a stretch. You know, the whole love is shining our light for others to see. That might be a lot to get to when we're really feeling dread or despair if we've come, if we've gotten to that point. It starts small. Sometimes it's the small step of I'm going to do one loving act towards myself. When I experienced this recently is that it wasn't at first I did the loving act towards myself of washing my hair, painting my nails, you know, doing all that kind of stuff, going to bed when I wanted to, like choosing me. And that was part of it. But actually, the real loving act for me in that instance was allowing myself to feel love for others again. Hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hmm. And I know that sounds really backwards. So I'll try and explain it. Okay. When you're hopeless, when you're feeling dread about what's going to happen next, it's one thing to have hope and faith and trust in yourself that you'll be okay no matter what. But that's not what we're dreading. We're not always dreading that we'll be okay no matter what what Mm -hmm. we're dreading is that we won't be happy no matter what that we won't be in pleasure no matter what Mm. that we won't actually have an amazing life not a one we have to endure life right right? so actually 
when when that's the stage when that's the level you're going for so in season one it was just we just want to get through it we just want to be okay (laughs) make the best of it okay is enough (laughs) season two was let's define okay and let's maybe get to fine yeah (laughs) exactly you're like i want to be more than fine like halfway through suddenly this is fine (laughs) this is like you know what i mean like this is fine season two tick season three was a lot more like okay can we be open and fine (laughs) you know (laughs) can we have pockets of happiness and joy right Mm -hmm. can we have moments of that in in between moments of just being okay and fine by ourselves yes (laughs) you know whereas I think now at this stage it's much more like I don't want to be fine I don't want to be okay I don't want to be mediocre or neutral I want to be in my power Mm -hmm. happy in bliss in love in light in amazing, in yummy, you know? Yes. That's where I want to be. Yes. Like, that's the bar we're going for now. And how <laughs> that's great. a very high bar, right? It's yeah. a high bar, but that's the bar. And you it's know It's achievable, what? and it's achievable. And that's what we've been teaching 5D years. It's achievable. But then the thing is, is that, so once I'd done the loving act towards myself of, like, the bath, the shower, whatever else, that was all season one, season two shit that I was used to doing. And it wasn't shifting me out of it, really. Yeah. Because... I was fine. I hadn't stopped being fine because I was feeling a bit more 3D than usual. I hadn't stopped feeling fine. I hadn't stopped feeling okay. I hadn't stopped surviving. But I had, I'd, I'd kind of lost touch of my divinity, right? I'd lost touch yes. of my connection. Which, by the way, was also season two. So let's give season two a little bit more credit. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I mean is like, I loved season two. <laughs> I hated season two. Um, that's why you're like, it's just fine. It's fine. I'm like, mm-hmm. but we talked about, and what was one of the most critical points of season two was purpose and power personally i need to experience it before i understand anything you can tell me anything (laughs) theoretically my mind will attach all sorts of significance towards it and it won't ever be what it actually is i'm right there with you (laughs) honestly but when it came to this time when it came to really having Mm, taking that next step back to love again Mm. to be able to reconnect to move away from dread and even though if i couldn't hope because hope is just not my thing um i could maybe get to my faith my trust my knowing again yes I had to do that, yes, through loving acts towards myself, recentering myself. But mm-hmm. once that recentering has happened, allowing yes. myself to believe it was possible to have a connection with someone else again mm. and connecting to, the, to them from my heart space, even from a moment to feel the love that I had for them. And, and that allowed you... me to reconnect back to the bigger love. Because that's really the point of when the self-care isn't quite enough, because that level of despair is maybe a bit deeper or you just, like you said, it's coming from a place that the other stuff just isn't really remedying. And so what you were describing is engagement. If I could allow myself to feel a connection because you have it with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, As you said, that loving act towards yourself, that was all good. It felt good to do. Yeah. But at some point, it doesn't have to be enough. Like we don't have to keep telling ourselves, as long as I love myself, that is enough. Yes. Okay. Yes. Our karmic story is all I'm good enough, et cetera. But you, as you said, you know, when you get to a point where you've chanted enough of your karmic story and you know you are good enough and all that has really seeped in and stuck and informed you, you can still have those bouts mm. like you just described, right? Mm. They, they're fewer and far between. Oh, that's good. They can happen because especially at a time when our world looks like shit 
and our daily yeah. experiences are less than ideal that really won't necessarily be in our control. And that's okay because we can still be in our power and not necessarily feel in control. Being in your power often means not being in control. Yes. Or not needing to feel in control. No, because that's a, that's an expression of fear. Right. Yeah. So what you were kind of talking about was the moment I can really engage and connect to that love, but in a on a level that I cannot do just for myself. And that's key. And that's just another step in that evolution in knowing ourselves. And I guess that's one closeness to oneness. Whatever yes, and happens, so it's okay. And it gives you perspective on that story or that issue. Yeah, because love always puts everything in perspective, which is normally it's quite minuscule compared to the big feeling. Well, because one is the truth and the other is fear, which mm. we know is not true. It doesn't take a lot to get back there. It can just be good sex with somebody. It could be meditation, if that's your jam. It could be just hanging out with a really, really, really good friend who makes you laugh. But it has to be something that you're not doing on a superficial level and going, I hope this will make me feel better. No. It has to be something where you're tapping into that love. Completely. So something for, meaningful. I mean, yeah. and it might be that it's a stretch. Like the idea of love for some could still be a stretch. Yeah. So we could say, does it bring you joy? Yes. And I don't mean that sort of enthusiastic five-second mm. kind of excitement mm. that a five-year-old gets on you know, Christmas morning. But does it give you that nice, warm, fuzzy on the inside kind of joy? As we talk about happiness being the precursor to peace, joy is, as we've always said, the precursor to love. The more you tap into that yumminess, the mm -hmm. more it, it can grow to love and the more you feel connected. I can't almost quite explain it, but I understand it on some level now. And you do realize that when you experience this more and more, and I don't mean experience like the negative stuff and you're home yeah. alone for a weekend and you're wallowing and stuff. But when you have these moments and you've been through this enough the past couple of years to understand, it's a muscle you train. It's something you just, you, you understand how to deal with it until it becomes second nature. Is happiness and joy not the same thing? No. One, why? No. One comes from the mind and one comes from the heart? Because peace and love are not the same. And each one is a precursor to the other. So joy is the precursor to love. So joy mm. gets us to love. Yeah. And happiness gets us to peace. Yeah, because one, one is much more of a calm feeling and one is much more of a bubbly feeling. One is much more internal and the other one is much more shared. So joy, yes, joy and love is much more of a shared thing mm -hmm. and happiness and, wow, interesting. Did you yes. know that already? No, <laughs> not until I, I did this bit, not until <laughs> I did that, the outline and I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> but that's so true, actually. It is. Because if you think about it, joy, we have joy as we're doing this podcast, blah, blah, right? That's how it starts, all the rest of it. Or in a relationship where you're spending like cuddling or spending time together, that's joy, right? <laughs> you always because go to the cuddling bit. It is I hilarious. love a good cuddle. <laughs> so um, it's like in almost every episode this season. <laughs> I know, I just talk about And when cuddling. you're cuddling and then yeah. he cuddles you, yeah. you're cuddling each other. And, and there's like joy. And there's joy. And then I kind of feel love. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, am I obs like obsession with cuddling? Anyway, so all the cuddling. But yeah, that makes actually total sense because mm -hmm. joy, joy and love is, you share it, right? You share mm -hmm. the love, you know, you share, like when you're sh shining your light out for others to see, even that definition, 
includes you and others. Right, exactly. Right? It's a shared experience. Whereas Mm -hmm. peace is something you feel inside and happiness is something you feel inside. It's almost like happiness is the singular and joy is the plural. Very much. But, and I hope it doesn't like throw things off when I say this, but love is what is required to get to peace. Because peace is the result of the light Mm -hmm. that comes from when we are shining it for the world to see. Okay, so you just you just went. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> How do I say this? Love is the act of shining our, our light for the world to see, right? Yes, the big love. And peace is well, no. Well, as peace. in, as in, because we were said earlier, like there's big love, which is yes. shining our light yes. for the world to see. Yeah, and that's, that's the big love. Yeah, that's the big love. Big right? capital L. That's mm-hmm. what we mean. And yeah. peace is a result of that light. So when you're shining that light out, Mm -hmm. then you can feel real peace. I get it in the sense that nothing in this world, we are never an island. So whilst we have to learn to love ourselves first, so we Mm -hmm. can share that love in order to get to peace, in order to get to the big places we want to get to, we do do it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is why relationship is so important, which is why we spent a whole season on it. Because you can only get so far by yourself. Exactly. And which is why to all those people out there who are wondering, will I ever meet anyone? Or am I destined to always be alone? In this day and age, the answer is no. Because the goal is for us to transcend and to get to the big P in peace, the big F in freedom, the big L in love. Mm. And we can't do that alone, but we can only start to do that once we've loved ourselves. So whilst the journey at the beginning is alone, the end result is definitely together, which is why it's oneness, consciousness, and why it's relationships. And I don't know how I knew any of that. That's beautiful. And that's why it's called together. Is that right? It is. It's perfect. And that's why this is called together again, because that's what will bring us all together. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.